A hydrogen as an element is the gateway of spirit. It's the lightest element. It's the first element in the periodic table. It's the first thing that we recognize as anything, you know, physical or material. It's substantial. And it is a product of a wave function that reinforces itself. And this wave function is based on what mathematicians call the golden mean. This is a self-similar number. Uh, the golden mean is derived from the Fibonacci series. And the Fibonacci series, if you start with zero and you go to one, then the next number in the series is uh, made up of adding the previous two. So you add zero and one and you get another one. But the next number is two because you add one and one. And the next number is three because you add two and one. The next number is five because you add three and two. And the next number is eight because you add five and three. And you keep finding the next number in this series by adding the previous two. Now if you divide the last number in the series by the one just before it, then you get a number that is a irrational number. It's a non-repeating decimal, but it's roughly 1.61803 dot 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 dot. Now if you take the last number and divide it into the previous one, the one just before it, you get 0 0.61803 dot 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 dot. So you get the same numbers behind the decimal, but you get a zero or a one in front, depending on whether you're doing the last number by the previous one or it's reciprocal, the previous one by the last one. It even, if you take this Fibonacci series up to a large number of digits, then you even can skip and you'll get 2.61803 or 3.61803 because as you skip numbers then you add another integer to the left hand side of the decimal. So it's a self-similar function. Now if we look at what is called fractals then fractals are self-similar functions and phi is a self-similar function. So what we see there is something that has a self-reinforcing mathematics behind it. And hydrogen has this self-reinforcing mathematics of the golden mean behind its structure. So that the vortex of hydrogen, the proton and the electron, and one is an in-vortex and the other is an out-vortex, and the structure of hydrogen then is based on the golden mean. So it's something that organizes itself in the universe. So instead of coming apart and dispersing like we're used to thinking of things doing and wearing out and whatnot, hydrogen doesn't wear out. Hydrogen is stable. And then we take hydrogen, now the particles in hydrogen like the proton, they will have charge. The proton has a positive charge. They will have spin. It will have either left-hand or right-hand spin. 
and it will have acceleration. So all of our particles in nature have charge and spin and acceleration. We relate charge to electricity and the proton is positively charged and has to have a, an electron around it to balance charge. Then they will have balanced acceleration so that the proton is falling into itself at the same rate that the electron is exploding, you might say. So one is imploding, one is exploding, so to speak. One is an in vortex, one is an out vortex. So their accelerations are balanced. But their spins are not balanced because it takes helium to have balanced spin in the nucleus. You need to have two protons and two neutrons and two electrons to balance the spins. That makes helium an inert gas. It doesn't react with anything because it's not striving to balance anything. It's all balanced. Then in your next round in your periodic table where you will encounter carbon, carbon stands in the middle. Carbon has four electrons in its outer orbit that are not balanced, and it has four protons in its nucleus that are not balanced. And total, because of the starting from the helium balance of two of everything, then total it has six protons, six electrons, and six neutrons. So it's right in the middle of the first octave. But the first element, hydrogen, is the basis of everything. And it's hydrogen that ends up building the atoms of carbon or oxygen or nitrogen or whatever else there is in the universe. And this is what physicists believe happens within the sun is that hydrogen is forming into heavier elements. Now, hydrogen as the maker of water, and we think of hydrogen because the Greek hydro is water and gen is maker of, then hydrogen is the basis of tone and it's the basis of chemistry. And water is the basis of chemistry. And hydrogen by itself doesn't do that. It has to actually unite with oxygen because oxygen is the organizer, the enlivener of things. So the oxide of hydrogen is water, and water is the carrier of tone and chemistry. It's the basis of pH, and it's thoroughly permeated by tone. If we look at what happens in our oceans, whales can hear other pods of whales a thousand miles or more away in the ocean and can identify the members of the pods. Theoretically, because hydrogen is made out of ether, okay, we're going to have to get into ether because oxygen is the carrier of ether. And when you get oxygen uniting with hydrogen, then you get ether, etherized hydrogen. You get enlivened hydrogen, mm. and it's organized. Mm. If you look at the geometry of oxygen, it's an eight. It has eight protons, eight neutrons, eight electrons, and the octave rule, the rule of eight, 
is what everything in the periodic table of elements is organized around. It's organized around this rule of eight. So that in terms of one thing making something that's a higher order of organization, it's always oxygen that's involved. If you're talking about transmutation, then oxygen's involved. If you were to transmute carbon into silicon, then you would add an oxygen to the carbon and unite the two. Hydrogen there is the basis of all of our chemistry. And it's hydrogen united with oxygen. Now if we're going to have life, and it's carbon-based life, it's dependent upon water. We're on the water planet around the sun. That's where water is four-fifths or five-sixths of the surface of the earth and it's just virtually everywhere that we go. We can't even go into the middle of a desert but what there's some trace of water in the soil even in the desert. And of course anytime we have the chemistry of living organisms then we have water because it's the medium for chemistry. So hydrogen is the most fundamental thing and when you think about it you associate hydrogen with sound, with tone, and you look into the philosophical ideas that underlie the oldest beliefs on earth. You look in the book of Genesis, for instance, in the Bible, and God spoke and said, let there be light. But first there was sound. If you look in the uh, Gospel of St. John, in the beginning was the Word. If you look into the teachings in India, the basis of the Vedas and the universal Om is the origin sound. In classical philosophy, you've got four elements. You know, you've got the water element, you've got the earth element, you've got the air element, and the fire element. And the water element uh, is a real primary element because it's based on hydrogen, the first atom in the periodic table. Hydrogen is the gateway of spirit. And as things congeal from this wave function and become what we think of as solid particles, that is hydrogen, then those waves get anchored, you might say, around this golden mean principle and they resonate and reinforce themselves and that's hydrogen. Hydrogen is the first one.